I do like finding new albums to enjoy, and I've been able to do that, of course, as you know, from previous podcasts in this ongoing series, yes, of Deep Purple Touched Albums. So, you, you know, you can go wide with that, and I can say, oh, well, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll look at, um, well, Graham Bonnet would be closer, but, you know, I'll look at other albums from, for instance, Bob Kulik, because Graham Bonnet was in Blackthorn, and Bob Kulik then did Balance, and you can go on and on. But it also gives me an opportunity to look at albums that um, were closer, more closely touched by Deep Purple, and also to look at albums that I haven't heard before. Now, I'm a music journalist. I consider myself to be. I'm rather a hack, I believe. But, you know, I write for magazines and that, and uh, and that, and uh, this would be the that, the other thing. But, um... I can't listen to every album that comes out, and sometimes I miss albums. And um, I've gone to one that that I completely missed. Because you see, Geraldine Turner's output, his solo output, some of the stuff I've not really listened to. And um, that is a serious omission, because generally I think that his work is of high quality. And this is the case here. It's the album that came out um, in Japan, actually, I think, uh, and European as well, was uh, maybe a different title. We'll talk about that more in a minute. Um, in 2005, and it's uh, it's called The Usual Suspect, or is it called The Devil's Door? Because on my streaming service, it's called The Devil's Door. But actually, it was The Usual Suspects, wasn't it? Well, actually, although... This is, I'm saying actually a lot here, actually, aren't I? Actually. Although this is what you might expect, so it is the usual suspects, it's just done really well. You sort of know what to expect with Joe Lynn Turner. Um, really nice stuff, though, you know. It's got Al Petrelli and Carl Cochran on guitars, so you know you are gonna, you're going to have a good time. David Z on bass, yeah. And um, this really is rather good. I was quite quite surprised the sound sometimes is a little thin that's one of the only issues here but when the quality of the songs ramps up it's a, it's a you forget that to be honest so start out with power of love which is in a way exactly what i'd expect it's a big melodic rock big guitars big journey chorus it's in and out to be honest but then next up devil's door is that the name of the album or is it the usual suspect? I don't know. Maybe those people at the Deep Purple um, podcast could tell me. Deep Purple Pod. Because, I mean, you should visit their podcast. It's fantastic. And we talk. And maybe they can tell me. They've got the knowledge, you see. Anyway, the track Devil's Door. Heavy, sassy. The, syn- the synths are snaking in through the, the verse, which sort of soften it a little. Then the, the chorus hits. It's stratospheric. So melodic rock. Then suddenly you've got organ and guitar jousting through that. And um, that would be Carl Cochran on this track. Really nice that. It's really good work. Jackknife follows. Great racing. It's like it's a bit like Death Alley Driver and yeah, all of that. Um, racing, late rainbow feel, I've said. Death Alley Driver. Sharp. The mix actually works for this. Makes it sharper. Love that feel. And then really loved... It's a, a, a tightly wound 
sort of AOR soul ballad with an electric piano all the way through it. It's beautifully, beautifully done. It's a, it's a really, really good piece of work. Um, I have to say, it's probably the, I think it's one of the best things here, to be honest. And it surprised me. I didn't expect it. On Blood Money, which is a, a, another fab track, fab track, to be honest, a fab track, it's got a, a nice little white snake radio rock feel with a, a kind of sort of faux Arabian solo from Carl Cochran and then picks up to really hammer that solo. It flies. There's greasy stuff in Ball and Chain, a big beat, a big riff, sassy classic rock. You've got the same sort of thing for Unfinished Business with a Z. Oh, it's business, yeah, because this is a bit glam uh, glam metal. Not glam rock, glam metal. It's um, It's got a hammering piano all the way through it, though, which which sounds sounds really good. That's Paul Morris on those keyboards, or it could be Andy Burton on that one, actually. But anyway, nice hammering barroom piano, you know, as if the, as if the glasses are reverberating on top of it. And then it rises beats even harder with an organ blaring through vocals from Joe Lynn Turner fabulous throughout he has the power but he has an emotional touch which is really rare with rock singers and melodic rock singers as well because I and others are just delighted when people get those soaring choruses and you can do that technically but you know when you connect emotionally with a soul. That's something very special. And Joe does that regularly. This is fantastic. I feel very sorry I missed it. And, you know, I've, I've changed that now and I've, and, uh, and, and I've experienced it. And I'll be doing that again and again and again. Because although these are the usual suspects, they're dressed in real finery. Ta-ta.